Hi, I'm Robin McConkie. On behalf of AgriFutures, I'd like to introduce you to Louise Noble, founder of the social enterprise, the Mulberry Project, based in Toowoomba. The Mulberry Project provides opportunities for migrants, often humanitarian refugees, and the disadvantage to upskill and find work. A trained architect, Louise switched direction after returning to Australia and has never looked back. Louise was a finalist in the 2023 AgriFutures Queensland Rural Women's Award. Uh, so the Mulberry Project is a social enterprise. We're based in the Toowoomba region and we build pathways to employment um, in farming and food for disadvantaged communities. So what's the need for it? Back in 2016, I had a bumper crop, too many mulberries, and I was just inviting anyone and everyone to come and pick mulberries at my place. And then one day, a friend of a friend of a friend, this African fellow came who had only recently arrived in Toowoomba after having spent 16 years in a refugee camp. And we were picking mulberries. Um, we could communicate because we were both French speakers. And uh, he said... Um, Mulberries are nice, Louise, but we miss our vegetables. You've got lots of land. Could we come and grow some veggies at your house? And so I said, okay, why not? So that's literally how it started. So we started like a migrant market gardening program, like out at my place, and uh, which is about half an hour from Toowoomba. And then um, the question came, okay, now we've got our veggies. We need a job. So how do we get a job? So it was always about reconnecting with traditional plant foods, building a sense of community and belonging for people who have been displaced, and then um, connecting to um, employment. I know that in Toowoomba it's a pretty big hub for uh, migrants and a lot of them are of refugee status. Yes, absolutely. So prior to COVID, uh, Toowoomba actually had the highest settlement caseload um, of in, in the whole of Queensland. So, um, I mean, over COVID, things have changed a little bit um, since then, but it still has um, a very high humanitarian caseload. So that's um, people who have come under uh, humanitarian programs um, from literally from war zones around the world uh, to be resettled in Toowoomba. And Toowoomba's been a really great, um, you know, it's really excelled in, in kind of um, helping people settle. It's a great success story in the settlement landscape. And your project has gone a long way beyond growing vegetables in your backyard. Paint me a picture of the size and scope of what you're doing. We have um, a social gardening program, which is essentially kind of the new iteration of um, the, the, the market gardening program that we have, and we operate that out at the Toowoomba Showgrounds. And then we run with, uh, in collaboration with um, industry partners, so predominantly Growcom as the peak body for horticulture. Um, since 2018, we've been running a, a number of programs, both for entry-level um, employment into agriculture and then um, skilled employment into agriculture. So that's been a really interesting project because it's a completely different um, group of people who uh, like a lot of them have come either as international students or on a pathway to permanent residency and a lot of them come to regional centres like Toowoomba because um, they can potentially gain permanent residency quicker than if they went to an urban centre but what happens is that not always but sometimes people really struggle to gain employment in their field and they end up you know in service industry roles and then the program that we're running at the moment is all about um, finding those people who have those skills um, seeing what the barriers are 
trying to like identify training and other supports that they need and then connecting um, with em employers sort of through the industry connections that we have. Louise, how would you use the $15,000 Westpac grant if you win the Rural Women's Award for Queensland? Yeah. The um, proposal that I have for uh, the bursary um, is to use part of that to um, implement impact measurement processes within our organisation so that we can be um, investment ready uh, and also to meet with potential investors to um, develop a business model that is going to make our organisation sustainable. We already have um, a lot of data that we're capturing but it's actually how we then um, use that and build um, an impact story. For the so is that saying that this is what we're doing, this is what we're achieving, fund us? Yeah, that's right. And, and so because more and more, uh, whether it's philanthropy or people who are doing impact investment, uh, they want to see demonstrated impact. So we know that we have anecdotal impact. We, we, you know, we know how many people we've connected to employment. So over the last few years, we've connected 174 people to employment, which for us as a small organisation is a really big achievement. Um, but we need more of those metrics. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, the three key metrics that can then um, sell our social business to, to investors. And those three key metrics are? So uh, employment, um, often with employment there's another metric which is um, what is the, the, the net gain, for example, so removing people from welfare, so in, in term, terms of those sorts of metrics, um, improved um, health and you know, well-being of families, um, English acquisition, those types of things are, are kind of key metrics to demonstrate the impact of our programs. And Louise, in Toowoomba, you mentioned it's one of the most, got one of the highest mm. populations of uh, refugees and migrant workers. How do you connect with them? You have to work with everyone. You have to work with um, TAFE, with um, the service providers, and then often the best way is um, referrals from people who've participated previously in our programs. So we get a lot of organic referrals and we also get a lot of referrals from community leaders. So we engage with all the community leaders quite regularly and um, and then we also do engage with employment service providers. Uh, and and so, yeah, it's you really have to hit all of those to to, to get the people that, that you know, are, are really keen to, to, to work in this program. I have a limited experience in Toowoomba with the migrant community through the Darling Heights School yes. and the Child Rights Program and yes. I met a wonderful woman, Ricky Adams. Yes. Now she seems to be a key link in Toowoomba she connecting community, Australian communities with yes. the migrant communities, not just with the school kids but they're with the family. families. That's right. No, Ricky, Ricky Adams is an absolutely incredible woman and we're very, very privileged to have um, Ricky on, on board with the Mulberry Project. She's ver just very, very good at, at bringing people together and creating connections and partnerships. And what she was doing at the school was absolutely incredible, which was, the whole idea was with highly disadvantaged communities in the school, rather than referring people out to services, bringing all of those services um, to support both the children and the parents within the school. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of incredible work that she's done there and since she's been with the Mulberry Project, um, it's really allowed us to go from strength to strength. So 18 months ago, you know, the Mulberry Project 
other than volunteers was me and one laptop and we've gone from that to now having five staff and that's you know in large part due to um, Ricky's Ricky's contributions she's an amazing woman and how many people would you be working with over 100 volunteers in the social gardening program uh, the skilled migrant programs uh, that we're running we have 80 participants and we've got 75 in that entry level program and you would hope that most of those entry level and skilled migrant programs will generate jobs definitely so last year our program the skilled migrant program we had 84 percent employment from our group so um, you know that was a really a lot of foresight of the Queensland government um, to recognize during COVID that there was a potential pool of people who were not being deployed in their area of expertise and then funding the diverse Queensland workforce project which you know has it, it's created a whole other sort of avenue of um, I suppose potential um, because, you know, sometimes local workforce, if it's a bit hidden, is, is kind of overlooked and everybody's going, oh, we've got to find, you know, lots more people to come to Australia to, to fill those positions. But, you know, providing the support for the people who are already here, who already speak English, all of those things is actually really, really important. And I notice on your Facebook page you're incredibly active. I mean, you have groups parties, morning teas, painting workshops, you're painting bulls at the moment. Yes, we are. So that's we're getting ready for the Toowoomba show. That's always a very exciting time of the year for us. We have a, a life-size fibreglass cow on a skateboard um, <laughs> that was living in you know, our, our shed at the, at the, show, the showgrounds and we thought she was looking very sad. And so last year was the first year that we had like a um, art competition kind of thing and so we had um miles egan who came he's a, an indigenous artist who came and painted her uh and then this year we've got some other wonderful artists who, who are going to be painting her again so the idea is we do like a first coat um sort of event with um with our our cow and we've got you know mobile gardens in-ground gardens we've got activities planned for the show and obviously every year we catch up with um costa georgiatis um, he's absolutely wonderful. So, yeah, we're really excited about the show this year. Louise, it's a long way from architecture. It is. It is. It's a very strange journey my life has taken. Um, I, yeah, I, I completed my architecture degree in Paris and my master's and worked there for 13 years and then came back to Australia and then in 2009 moved to Nobby, which was kind of, I don't know... A search, a search engine lotto, <laughs> how I ended up there. But it's been wonderful. And, yeah, the, the Mobby Project, it's kind of had its own energy and it's taken me to places that I didn't think I would ever go. But it's been probably, you know, the re most rewarding and meaningful venture of my life. What's your long-term vision? That the Mobby Project is a sustainable business and that there we have a team who can carry it forward and you know, spread that Mulberry love around the country. Louise Noble, founder of the Mulberry Project and a finalist in the 2023 AgriFutures Queensland Rural Women's Award. You can find out more about the Mulberry Project on Facebook.